Welcome to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This is part two of our Numenera one-shot, so make sure you've listened to the first part before continuing on with this episode. Just a quick note here, we are playing an adaptation of the adventure Beneath the Pyramid, which can be found in Weird Discovery's 10 Instant Adventures for Numenera. If you're looking to play this adventure and don't wish to be spoiled in any way, stop listening just now and come back when you're ready. briefly recap, Noel, Tristan and I are playing Red Yorl, Re, and Oral, a group of amber gleamers sent to investigate a ruined city beneath an ominous, hovering black pyramid, in the hopes of finding some elusive Numenera. After paying the township of Cauldron a courtesy visit, the team went on their way and have just made it to the north gates of the ruined city. Remember, when determining the success or failure in any kind of action, the GM assigns a difficulty to the task on a scale of 1 to 10, a 1 being extremely simple, whilst a 10 represents a Herculean task beyond the means of most mortals. Once the GM has assigned this difficulty, the rest is up to the players. The players must apply their skills and experience, tools and other advantages, aid from one another and other assets in order to reduce this difficulty. They can also focus a limited resource called effort to further lower the difficulty of actions really important to them. Once the player has reduced the difficulty as much as they're able to, they roll a d20. The target number they have to beat is equal to three times the difficulty set by the GM. A massive, massive thank you to our guest GM Rob for running Numenera for us. I've known Rob from a couple of RPG streams we've both played in, and he's been on before running Vert for us, and it was an absolute joy to have him back to run this particular game for us. Rob is one part of the Realm of Fire podcast, a podcast about hot Warhammer takes from two grown-ass middle-aged men. Their words, not mine. If you can handle scolding hot opinions on Warhammer 40k, Age of Sigmar, Age of Sigmar Soulbound, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, Dark Heresy, and many, many more games, this is the podcast for you. Listen to the Realm of Fire podcast wherever you find podcasts. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one shot where the players and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes, and what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, with all that out of the way, let's get back to Numenera. So, most important question, who's going first? I'll go first. Right. Excellent. Right behind you. Yeah. You step Two miles through... behind me. Yeah. <laughs> In the yeah. middle. Yeah. You step through the gate, which is now a ruined hole in a wall, effectively. And in front of you, yeah, is basically, imagine almost a Pompeii-like scene. Uh, just these buildings that have long fallen into time-worn ruins. None of them have roofs on. It's almost as if a, a, a strata got removed, except for those two towers that are leading up to the pyramid. Um, the walls aren't particularly high at any point, so if you wanted to climb and scrabble over, you probably don't need to follow the uh, the, the streets. Um, you can definitely make your way 
to where you want to go, which I'm assuming is the centre. I'm, I'm sort of pushing you towards those towers. Uh, uh, assuming where the towers are, which I yeah, assume is in the centre. They're both in the centre. Go for the towers, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Set absolutely. Stepping in, Oral, however, you immediately stumble. Could you make a balancing skill check for me, which you happen to have? <laughs> I, I was a performer in my earlier life. Yes. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll just roll. It's an eight. Yeah, that's enough. It was level three, uh, so you would need a nine, but you've got balancing as a skill, so it became level exactly. two, so you needed a six. Um, you stumble for a second, but then quickly regain your balance, and looking down, you see just kind of through, you step through, and then just to the right where you've tripped, there are the bodies of three what look like humans in a pile, each of them equipped with um, explorer's packs on their back, Mm-hmm. Each of them with a small badge of the Ambergleaners um, on their chest. Each of them in a state of decay that you can't really work out who or what they were. And their bodies are crawling with maggots and other carrion eaters. And they are lying very much just past the doorway. Fucking hell. Is this? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm with you, Oral. Fucking oh, hell. hell. <laughs> That's a bit grim. I thought we were the first ones who'd been sent here. Oh, you don't think it's like... I've read this book, right, where one door opens and you just appear in another piece of time. Do you think this could be, like, foreshadowing of what... Because we're wearing amber, you know, signature. Yeah. Shall we check their backpacks? Oh, let's check that. If they've got... That skeleton looks like the same size as me, so I'm going to check his backpack. All right, check his backpack. If there, if there happens to be 50 feet of rope, rations for three days, three spikes, a hammer, worn clothes, sturdy boots, and three torches, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is not. There are some of those elements, uh, because Explorer's Packs are quite a standard sort of setup. There are some of those elements. The bags have been ripped and torn in places, so you wonder if some bits have been pulled out of them. There are, however, between the three bags, about 11 shins worth of, uh, of money. So shins is the currency of, the, of, of Numenera. It's a very much a catch-all term. In some areas of the world, it's going to be coin, stamped coinage. In other areas of the world, it might be teeth. In other areas of the world, it might be a tradable material, but shins is the generic term used. Um, there's 11 shins. There's also an oddity. So remember when I said you only needed a D20 and a D6? I actually lied. You need a D10 as well. So that can be quite easily done by just rolling a d20 and halving it. So, Red Yarrow, could you roll me one d10, please? Okie doke. Ooh, eight. And another one, please. Nine. Eighty-nine. You find... Ooh. In one of the packs, there is a perfectly cut sheet of probably about A4 size glass, a very dark glass. It looks like it's been treated in some way and it seems quite robust, but that is what's in there. Just a square sheet. Like, a, imagine an A4 bit of paper, but glass. Yes. But thin, but yes, quite thin, quite thin, but quite robust as well. It looks, so feels is like it at all similar to the sheen on the pyramid? Nothing like it. Okay. Is it not wrapped in stuff or is it just a, a pane of glass? Like a pane of glass that somehow survived being broken. Yeah. Red, do you like my hat? It makes bird noises. Oh, does it? Give us, yeah. a, give us, give us a sample then. Caca! 
Oi, oi, shut up. Shut up. I can't shut up the hat. It is period. It says it is sporadic. I have no control over what it. What do you mean anyways. you have no control over it? It, it was from my grandmother. Keep your voice down. Don't tell me to keep my voice down. Is it a bird brain bird hat? They're just a nightmare. Novelty gifts. Oh, God. Whatever happened to these folks? It's probably still around and you yeah, squawking. Yeah, we don't want to bring him here. Almost on cue. Fuck. <laughs> Almost on cue. <laughs> there is a roar. A lot of loud a roar. roar. A roar. Oh, you guys really fucked up this. Louis, no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I said yeah. be quiet. It comes from deeper within the ruins. A very low, very menacing roar. And then the noise of sort of shuffling as if something big is moving around in the ruins. You can't see it. You kind of get the sense it's near the way you're going, but you can't quite pinpoint it because sound, while dampened, also echoes strangely under here. Bluey is squawking like mad, um, wanting to make a break for the gate. Actually, who's holding on to Bluey? I assumed I was, but again, is someone else wants to go in for it, go for it. No, no, oh, I think you're, you're, you've got the strength to hold them up. Not to be a heartless um, coward, but if there's a monster out there that's looking to eat something, if we tie Bluey up here and go that way, maybe the monster will go for old Bluey. He served us well, but, you know, needs must. No wonder that fucker left before. I knew we could have used him instead. That is what I was thinking. Uh, Fiona, I need you to make a strength check, oh, please. Fuck. If you okay. want to put any effort in, it will be might. Um, relevant skills would be strength, might, holding on to a bird, if you've got that as a skill. Holding on to a bird? Yeah, you know, very specific skills. <laughs> That's very specific. I do do that, but but it's, it's a very specific skill that I can't use here anyway. <laughs> right. Um, I don't have any of those skills. Okay. I have physical performing arts, but I don't think no, this is appropriate. No, no, unless you're doing unless you're doing the mime thing where you don't actually have a bit of rope and you're pretending <laughs> you've got a bit of rope. <laughs> okay, um, I'm not gonna put any effort in because I, I think this bird's gonna gonna fly in a coop, so to speak. So we'll just we'll just go for it. That's a straight ten. Yeah, you hold on. You hold oh. on. Louis trying to trying to back, but you're you're yeah. Okay. You're holding them steady. Get, get your stuff off it. So what do you reckon, guys? Do we, do we tie Bluey? Is, is Bluey going to, you know, make the ultimate sacrifice? Yeah, on our behalf. What do you think, Ray? I would like to bring him with us and ride him because my legs are getting tired. But we can leave him behind if you would like. I think you might. If if we bring him with us, you might not have any legs left. Um, what, what, I tell you what, Ray, if you, if you like Bluey so much, why don't you put your hat on him? Oh, very good idea. What do you think I was... I want to trade you the hat for the glass. Uh, uh, that's, a, that's a hard no. Is, is the thing still roaring in the background? Uh, no, it's made its roar. It's shuffled away. For the moment, there's no noise, but Bluey is squawking, so... Okay. Bluey's just going to attract him back. I think. Oh, I think be... so. Look, I'll, I'll tie. I'll tie him at the gate. I'll tie him at the gate. Get your stuff off him. Right. I also, can I take the buttons from the dead bodies and put those buttons and my button on my hat and say, now if they are from the future, it's not me because I had more buttons than all of them. Yes. Yes, you can. You've broken the time continuum. Hooray! That's good. That never goes wrong. No. Uh, so <laughs> you've got... seen our own deaths. Bluey is tied, incredibly panicked looking, next to the gate. Are you free now waiting for this thing? Are you hiding? Are you just going to leave Bluey there and hope that you can explore while Bluey attracts? What's your, what's your plan? 
we're going to head for the towers. Yeah. Is, that, is that the plan, guys? And hopefully the, the monster will go for the, the noisy Bluey. Yeah, Blue, Bluey is that. team distraction forced at this point. Yeah, yeah brilliant. brilliant. That makes sense. Okay, so you push further on into these ruins. And it's actually, while you, you can see the towers, occasionally you can't, and it's incredibly disorientating. Any identification marks that were on these buildings have long, long worn away. These are pure, almost, I'd say, picture that Pompeii style of just white walls everywhere. You find yourself turned round a couple of times. You can hear Bluey occasionally in the background squawking. The roar comes up again once more, but Bluey's still squawking, so obviously it's not got him yet. There is a moment, however, when you turn a corner and the three of you find yourself in what you imagine was a uh, plaza or like a piazza. There is a fountain in the centre. In the fountain, there seems to be a rather large number of rat bodies in various states of decay. Some of the more fleshy ones that you can see appear to have bite marks taken out of the rats almost like a bird bath more than a fountain, and it's filled with um, rats. I don't think much of their drinking facilities. No. I'm, not, I'm not having a sample of that. I, like, walk up to the fountain and look closely at the rats. Okay, so the bite marks are very human. These are, these are human <laughs> bite marks out of the rats. And at this point, Ridge, you need to make a speed defense check. So this is a standard check. If you have the skill speed defense, this would work. If you want to put any effort in, you would do it with speed. Um, I'm just, I'm going to make the check as it is. I'm going to trust in my new dice rolling website because I changed it. <laughs> Fantastic. Are we ready? Go for it. Come on, Ray. This isn't my day. I got a one. Oh my God. So you do have an XP. I've given you all one XP each. And in fact, I'm going to say you've all earned an extra XP as well for, for going through codes. You're on two XP. You can spend XP as rerolls. You can save it and advance at the end of the game. This is a one shot. Don't do that. You can also, you can actually spend them to do a, what's called a player intrusion, where you can affect the way you can say, spend an XP and something good happens or something handy happens. You can't be like, I spend the XP and there's an M1 Abraham's tank next to me that I that just happened to be there. It's more find a weak point of the door that I wanted to kick open or, you know, something like that. You can affect the world a little bit. You can, I always have final say. But yes, you do have XP with which you can make re-rolls, which you might want to do at this point. Who knows? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I will use my re-roll because it was recommended. Yes. yes. <laughs> I will. Okay. Are we ready? Come on. Come yeah. on. Five. A five? So you failed again, but you haven't rolled a one. So that is better. It's yeah. a lot less worse fail. Are you going to keep that or are you going to spend your last re-roll? I'm going to use a player intrusion later. That was my only sure. re-roll of the yeah, whole fine. campaign. The three of you here... And very low whistling noise and then ridge suddenly a dart hits you in the back of the neck and you take four speed damage please oh, shit. four hit points off your speed if only it hit it hit, hit his hat at this point we all do initiative checks initiative is done like any other check I know what the level is. You don't. If you want to put any effort in its speed, if you have any pertaining skills such as 
initiative being one of them. Um, I will allow perception to be used as a skill for this because part of this initiative is realising that you've just been ambushed. Got assessing danger and lies. No, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, no, fuck it. Yes, yes. Do you know what? Yes, yes. Okay. And. That's your role. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. Uh, I'm no, nothing useful here. So. Nothing useful there. So any effort is speed. Uh, I'm not. Justin's rolled something high. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna use. Can I use one of my speed as well? So you spend three points of speed to put a level of effort in. Oh yeah, yeah. Three. Yeah, I'll use three then. And I've got my assessing. And I'm gonna roll a high five. Oh. <laughs> right. Don't worry. I got you. I rolled a four. Oh God. And Ridge. So I'm trained in perception, so just keep that in mind. Um, I got a one. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to ban you from these. I'm going to send you an actual set of dice at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> if I was home, I'd have a, a set. I know, I know. So my intrusion for this is you're actually going to miss your round. You don't you just fail the initiative. It's actually, you're like, something it hits you you take the damage and then there's like a secondary effect it feels almost like a pulse and you're like and you spend the round pulling out the dart so that is what that one is going to be you have however failed initiative so in numenera initiative works in you either are successful so you'll act before the enemy or you're unsuccessful and you'll act after the enemy you as a group decide on what order you all activate in but it's as simple as that before or after in this case you all failed when we get into the combat because our pools are HP, is our HP a specific pool? Like, let's say my speed drops to zero. Am I still alive because I have you might are. and intellect? How it works is there are levels of injury. You have impaired, debilitated, and then dead. If one of your pools ever hits zero, you become impaired. If two of your pools ever become zero, you are debilitated. If all three of your pools hit zero, you are dead. Um, I'll also tell you about resting in a second as well. Get a little bit back. However. There's going to be a speed defense check first. Um, Fiona, yes. you're the host of the show. Roll me a d6, please. A d6, of course. Yeah. What See could possibly go wrong? It's a two. Ridge, you need to do another speed defense check, please. And I have a 12. Double figures. Double figures. Did you put any effort in? I didn't say I put effort in, so I'm going to say no. Because oh, that you is... got a 12. Yeah. You got a 12. Yes. Right, fine. Yes. Yes. Um, at the last second, you see another dart go just literally past that eye line and turning, you see a human figure that fires and then is ducked back it behind a wall. Red and Oral, you've also seen this. So Tristan, uh, sorry, Ridge, you would now act. You've all one initiative, so in this case, you're not getting to go this turn. You're, you're still pulling the dart out. Red and Oral, you can now act. Combat is incredibly abstracted, so don't worry about in weapon ranges and squares and attacks of opportunity you just you just tell me what you want to do uh, so or what do you, this guy's ducked behind a wall can you can we I, see him I, I, well i can i can go fuck him up um, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, all right you you see what right is doing an arrow out. cool and then i'm gonna just terminate a style like yeah across yeah. the plaza towards him yeah. not really stealthy or anything just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah like a full charge kind of thing so what i'm going to give you an option here yeah if you want as you're bearing towards you can activate your phase ability and go through the wall i can yeah um i, I, didn't, I don't know 
And by option, I mean, here's, an, here's, an, here's something you could do. Uh, yeah, activate your phase ability. So how does that work? Yeah, I'll read it out for you. So walk through walls, which is two uh, intellect points, so presumably you have to spend those, pass through a physical, uh, in brackets, non-energy barrier at the rate of one, uh, one inch per round. <laughs> so that would be awkward if it's like <laughs> the wall itself. Um, yeah. uh, you can't act other than moving or perceive anything until you've, uh, until you've passed entirely through, and that's my action. And that's okay. I will definitely do that. I run... Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then you, at the last second, sort of like sheen and you, you go into it, you will emerge the other side next round. Perfect, yeah. And yeah, so I'll spend those two points as well for my internet. Yeah, brilliant. So Red, you see Oral bear across and go into the wall itself. Uh, what would you like to do? Get my bow and arrow out. Nice. And is that my action or can I go towards the corner of the wall as well? Behind right, so you're moving up to sort of ambush. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So we go back round. They are going to act. You have not seen them yet. No. Um, they might have seen no, me. No, maybe there could be loads of them. Track. <laughs> <laughs> what actually I'm going to say happens is they're not aware of what's happened. So they come round the corner in front of you, Red Yarrow. Basically, you know the girl from the ring? Oh, shit. Imagine an adult version of the girl from the ring comes round the corner, so you can't see their face. It's mm. just black hair and they're carrying quite a wicked-looking dagger, and they step round, and seeing you, they're, they're almost taken a little bit by surprise, but start slashing at you. So could you make either a speed or a might defence check, please? This is your choice, so depending which pool you would want to uh, take, if you want to put effort in, basically, is, is what. Okay, I'll go, for, I'll go for might. Fantastic. Are you putting effort in, or are you just going to leave it as, as, as is? I am going to put some effort in. Cool. So it costs you three points, three points. Uh, minus any edge you have in might. I don't have any edge in might. Cool. Is edge the one, it's like if I've got a one to the side of speed. Is yes, that that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Most people have one in one stat. One of your stats is edged. D uh, D20. D20, yeah. uh, a number, what I'm not going to tell you. You can work it out eventually, uh, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> Yes! Uh, the dagger comes in slashing at the last second because you might defence. I'm going to say using your bow, you actually knock her hand out the way, so you, you physically sort of uh, prevent her. Okay, now it is the three of you, and you can act in the order that you want to act in. Ridge, you're back in the game, back in the room. So the situation is, Red, she's in front of you, but you've sort of knocked her back a little bit. Oral, you're coming through the wall at this point, and Ridge, you've pulled the dart out and you are a bit back in the plaza, but you can see the, the woman who's confronted Red Yarrow. Oral, I think you, you went first, so I think uh, you right. will we'll keep that order. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I'll, I'll have my rapier out and I'll just be yes. like, stab from behind. Brilliant. Go for it. I'm going to give you an asset here. So because she's already engaged in combat effectively with Red Yarrow, I'm going to say that it's automatically one level drop for yourself. Oh, fab. I'm going to bring up the reference sheet as well because this is quite important with combat. Okay. Uh, you'll notice if you roll a 17, 18, 19, or 20, you actually get bonus to your damage or you can cause minor effects such as stunning or knocking a weapon out. So you can choose that. Good Rolling know. high is good. Just to reiterate that, Tristan... Rolling high. Is <laughs> so, <laughs> I changed my dice rolling website yet again. <laughs> I think you're, 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 you gotta, I, I would stick with one because it's going to come good eventually. That's how it works. That's how slow machines work. Last roll of the game. I've gotten three ones this entire time. Yeah, so I don't trust the site that I was using. No. Right. Uh, right. So, so I'm going in, um, 
Sorry, did you say which pool it would have been from if I wanted it to? It might. Mo- melee is usually might. Occasionally you can say, I want to do it with a bit of finesse. So if you, if you can argue up speed, I'll let you take speed. No, uh, no, no, I'm happy. I'm happy with might. So, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll use my edge in that. So I'll spend two points from that to yes. lower that even more. Let me just so it's dropped by two levels. All right. Oh, I don't think that's going to do it. That's a six. Oh. That's, a, that's a hit. Oh, that's fuck a hit. yeah, take that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hit with no bonuses. If you're happy with that, you could oh, be yeah, all. I mean, I'm happy just to be here, really. <laughs> uh, what type of weapon have you got, please? It's a rapier, so it's three points of damage. Oh, because it's light, but because you're a glaive, you've got an ability that makes it three. So actually, oh. your weapon yeah. always eases it by another one because light oh. weapons are easier to hit with. They just do a lot less damage. Fine. So, Ace, cool, you've done three points of damage. I will mark that down. On my invisible notepad. It, it also okay. s- it also says uh, attacks to ease. I don't know what that means. That that's it. It drops all attacks to ease by oh, one level. Very good. All right, that's me. Excellent. Is your throw okay? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to be, be doing right. this for a couple of hours. You know, this it'll is... be all right. It'll be all right. Yeah, go I've got I've got some lozenges. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Red's got me. Red's got me. Right, Red and Tristan, what are you doing? I would like to go last. Well, I've got my bow and arrow out, so I yeah. might as well use it. I don't know. My bow and arrow it sounds like it should be cockney rhymey slime for something, but I'm not <laughs> sure what it is. Straight and narrow. Straight and narrow. Yeah. On, that, that is, which is what I'm on. So yeah. Yeah. take an arrow out and... Um, yeah, uh, launch it. String it up. Is there anything I can use to... Uh, you might have a, a skill, probably not. I don't think you're no, very confident. So I'm just going to roll, and I'm going to roll... An 18. An 18? So not only is that a hit, that is a damage bonus. So oh, does it say what how much damage it normally does? Four points. So that's six points. That is now nine points of damage. Dunstan. Yeah, really good shot. The, the, the bolt goes into the mass of hair, and you hear a scream as the bolt hits them. They're still going, but they are staggered. They are staggering. If we were playing d I'd say bloodied. Come on, Ridge. 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 <laughs> You've heard a pair of screams from, from this person. And there's just one person, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to pull out my dart and be like, oh, I don't know if I enjoyed that or not. <laughs> and I'm going to take the dart into my own blowgun, because I have one. I forgot you had a blowgun! <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put it in my own blowgun, and as they're screaming, I am going to aim directly into their mouth. <laughs> okay. You can do that. That's perfectly fine. That will put the difficulty level up by one because aimed shots are, are always one more difficulty. If you are, if you are willing to accept we that. We believe in you, Rich. We, we believe in you. I believe in me too. I'm trusting the new site. Is that speed? Speed, indeed. Okay. Speed for, uh, for missile attacks. Um, and I'm going to use three points of, from my pool to use an effort. Okay. And I roll a d20. Come you on. do. Okay. Okay, give me one moment. Jesus. Let me. Oh my God, this is Boy. so intense. Come on. Okay, D twenty. <laughs> roll. I rolled a twelve. Ooh, that's a hit. Come on, that's a hit. That's Go a close hit that's as well hit. because you it went up by one, but then you put the effort in, so twelve. They were level four, so you were looking at twelves to to oh, deal with them. How much damage yeah. you do? I do. Ho ho ho. Two points of damage. Okay, so... Attacks eased. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, of course it won left. Because you placed hit, though, I'm going to let you... You hit, and 
they slump to the ground. They are alive. They are, but however, I'm going to say that you basically knocked them down. So that's the end of the, you, you've shot them down. They, they are alive. They've got one hit point left behind the curtain. But yes, they're down. Your last bolt hits them. Okay. What do you want to do? You have a, you have a, a prisoner. They're paralyzed. Well, they're paralyzed. Somebody tie them up. And I'm going to sit down. I'll tie them up. I'll go, I'll take my rope. I've got 50 feet of rope. So that's plenty to tie them up. Yeah. That's loads. I'll go for our pockets very quickly. Okay, yes. So this person appears to be human. They are incredibly emaciated, almost feral-like. Uh, they have little rat bones in between their teeth and blood where they've obviously been subsisting on eating rats. They do have a pretty wicked wrist-mounted bolt launcher, though, which you are more than willing to take. I'll have that, says Burglar Bill. She only has three darts left, however. Oh. Uh, for them, but you'd be able to load it up with other darts. Yeah. Uh, these are these are particularly poisoned darts, and two random oddities. So it's D one hundred time to find out what other crap she's carrying. Oh, I'll have a roll. Uh, it's a two. That's an eight. Twenty-eight. Two T eight is. Oh, got a small bag which appears to contain sixteen rubber balloons. How curious! <laughs> <laughs> and what's the other oddity? Tristan, do you want to roll for this one? I do, I do, I... Okay. <laughs> I, uh, 10 and 4. 14. Oh, she's got a small glow globe, which is a lightning bug just flitting around inside it. It's very small. You can have that one if you want. <laughs> I can have the firefly? Yeah. What is it? It's a... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what did the... Or what did you get again? Oh, I got... Shit, what did I get? A bag of balloons. A bag of balloons. A bag of balloons. Yeah. It's a boy. We got some dark glass, a bag of balloons, yeah. and a glow globe. Well, we can rig up some sort of uh, disco later oh, if things go well. Yeah. A big party. Could you all make a perception check for me, please? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> One. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, we all roll. Ooh, 18. Nice. Nice. Well, but I'm trained in perception. Brilliant. Oral, you are bemused by your balloons. You are absolutely <laughs> just like, yeah. Um, Rich <laughs> and Yarrow, you realise after the kerfuffle, after the fight, it's been some time since you heard Bluey squall. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's been... A little bit of time. So resting, um, how resting works in Numenera, if you want to recover any of your pools, you've got four types of rest. There is a rest that takes one action. You literally say, I'm going to rest, and it's done. Blink of an eye, and you can do it in combat. The next rest takes 10 minutes. The rest after that takes an hour, and the next rest after that takes six hours, and you have to take them in that order. You can't choose to do a one-hour rest before you've taken your 10-minute rest. You've got to do the action rest, your 10-minute rest, then your hour rest. If you ever rest for seven hours, 10 minutes, and one second, uh, I just say you fill up all your pools. Um, how you rest is you, you say, I'm going to rest. You pick a pool. You roll 1d6. You plus one to it. That's how many points you get back. You can't go above your old maximum, obviously. That's it. You can only rest one pool at a time. Yes, one pool at a time. But you could do, if you wanted to, for example, now would be a good time to take your 10-minute rest, I would say. This would be, uh, if you want to take your one action and your 10-minute, you could do two rests at this point, effectively. We roll a d6 for the action rest. Yes. 
you pick a pool, D6 plus one, that's how many points you get back. Okay, I'm only going to take the action rest for the speed, and also I'm naming my new Firefly friend Yellow. So we have red, bluey, and yellow. I don't have blue 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 anymore. I don't know that yet. You don't know that. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll also take my action rest then. I'll I'll get my uh, I'll get my intellect back because I actually (laughs) realise. Okay, I got two back. Okay, back to full. So I'm going to take my action rest as well. So D six, yeah. D six plus one. I've got a three, so four. So I'm back um, up to eleven. Roll the two, so I now have six speed. Fantastic! So you all need to you all, you all only took your action. None of you took your ten minutes as well. Yeah, I think I think we're like oh, we need to go. The uh, the monster is already uh, bluey. I think we should keep moving. Oh, good idea! Fantastic. Okay, so rested up, you all feel that build a little bit more refreshed, and you've probably made it about halfway through the city towards those towers. Are we, wait, I, I'm sorry. Are we taking her with her, or we're we just going to leave her? We here? have the prison. Yeah. Can we talk to her? She got anything to say for herself? She she gone real feral. She's gone pretty feral. I mean, I, I don't want to make assumptions, but if that fountain was full of rats, dead rats, and she's got rat fit, I mean, she's a hungry little bugger. She's gone through all of them. Or there's more than one. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> we should not jump to assumptions about her, though. Maybe she just needs... Maybe she is smart and she just doesn't know a language yet. All right. My, my vote is to put her in with the rats. All in favour? <laughs> okay, just me. I'm not going to vote again. Right, I'm not going to vote for that. But if that's what you want to do, I'm just thinking. I, I don't want to bring her along. I, I, like I've got to be honest. Something's haunting us. Haunting us. Hunting us. We're just leaving her treats for the monster that's following us. We're going up from pet to fellow human. I don't know what's next. Is it going to be one of us? He's going to be one of us for the monster. It, it better not to be one of us. Not me. Maybe a hat. I have, I have a question. Can I use my ability? I do a one minute, um, like speech. That oh, anecdote. Some, yeah, anecdote. Yeah. yeah. That gives somebody proficiency in an action. Uh-huh. So could I do an antidote on her in public speaking, giving her a basic rundown of like pointing at things like rat and growling or okay. monster and try yeah. to get her to a point where she can communicate with us. Yeah, I, I really like that, actually. That's a really inventive use of that. So, yeah, absolutely, you can do that. Yeah, that's really cool. It takes a little bit of time, but I'm going to say 10 minutes uh, just to make it easy in terms of if anyone wants to rest, you can do it again. But, yeah, you sort of get to a very base level of understanding with her. It, her main drive seems to be food, hunt, eat. That seems to be it. That Woman just, after my own heart. That's what she can say? Food, hunt, eat? Like, yeah, like the, her, most of her vocabulary is about eating rats kind of thing. Okay, okay. Red, give, yeah. me, give, me, give me real food, real food. Like a, like a ration. You have a ration? Do you not have your own rations? I've got a I bit don't of ration, have any. yeah. We're giving her our rations now. Yeah, Go, we're giving her a ration. I wish we were included in this part of a new person coming on the team. Like, <laughs> I'll, give, I'll, I'll give her a uh, yeah, all right, I've, I'm... Uh, you know, I'm a thief in the heart of gold, so I'll give her one of her rations. <laughs> with that, she kind of like calms down quite a lot and, you know, sort of sits there with the rations. You feel like you've deactivated her effectively. You know, each bit of food, she doesn't, she doesn't seem hostile other than you were messing with her food supply. You hunt us? With us? No, once you give her the food, she's kind of done. 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a woman after my own <laughs> Okay. Well, you know what? I will let you go and say, food, find me. Not now. She nods. Whether it's understanding or ending conversation, or you cannot tell. Fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs> she she scampers off with with the rations. She immediately yeah moves off and takes a couple of rat bodies with her. Yeah, basically you you interfered with her food supply, so she attacked you. <sighs> that did not go as planned. Uh, look, you're fine. You're not hurt. But now we have a problem. Okay, so you push your way onwards through the city the day's wearing on you can only tell that really because it's just getting a bit darker the the light outside is getting darker so you really are in the gloom now it's gloomy it's cold the sound is just so damp you haven't heard much since since um bluey stopped his squawking so it's suddenly become very very not lonely because there's three of you but you feel quite isolated as a trio under this pyramid there's a real oppression feel uh being under here Eventually, as you're getting closer and closer to the towers, there's one in particular that's closer to you. You stumble across quite a curious ruin. It's purely you're following one of the streets down, and there's an obvious layout of, of streets through this town. But what would have been, you imagine, maybe just quite a large house, maybe a, a, a villa or you know something a, a bigger than normal house. Standing in it, in the ruin, is a perfectly tall, perfectly tall, that doesn't make sense. Uh, there is a tall, well, 14 foot high and three foot across cylinder of perfect silver, it looks like, or at least a metal material. There appears to be a hatch on the front of it, but other than that, it is a smooth, unbroken uh, surface. It's just this cylinder in the center of the ruin, shining, nice, nice polished metal almost. What would you like to do? Do you want to push past it? Do you want to, do you want to keep going? So, so there's no um, there's no roofs to these places, is there? No, no. If I look up, does it look like it? there is a cylinder-shaped hole in the pyramid which is dropped from? There does not, no. Oh. But good thinking, Batman. Is there, like, a door? There's a hatch on the front of it, and that's the only blemish on the... It's a perfectly smooth bit of metal, except there is a hatch on the front. Is the is the hatch? Um, would it fit a little sheet of glass through it? Oh, it would not. But again, oh. good thinking, Batman. I appreciate these uh, these thoughts. A real, a real. Yeah. You can walk through things. I, I could have a go. I could, <laughs> but I'm gonna. Anyway, I'll go. Okay. You want my firefly? No. Are you gonna phase in? Oh, yeah. Were you just going to stick your head in? <laughs> I, I was just going to open the door. I, didn't, I forgot I could do. I could go in places. Sorry. Right. Was, oh, all right. Wait, sorry. You did say, how wide is this thing again? It is three foot across. Right. So you could you shimmy up the inside. Well, hang on. I, I knock on it to see if it's hollow. Ah, it is hollow. Fiona, get put yourself an extra XP for that. Uh, little, bit of, little bit of uh, thinking ahead. Because it's happened before. Splicing kills. <laughs> yeah, splicey, splicey. I'll, I'll go check it out then. Cool. So spend the points to step in. Yep. Um. Uh -oh. 
now. You hear my voice echo in the chamber going, fuck, <laughs> whatever it is. So while I did say it encourages putting your hands into those holes, sometimes phasing into something you're not sure what it is isn't the best idea in the world. She said it was hollow. I did say it was hollow. <laughs> right. It may be full of energy. Oh. Uh, but you've just put your head into a reactor. <laughs> Could you roll me a d20, please? Of course I can, yeah. I'm guessing balancing a careful movement won't help this me is not, Nothing's going to help this. Okay. Straight ten. That is ten points of might damage as you get blasted back out of it. <laughs> yeah, you, you okay. effectively phased into like a warped coil kind of thing. <laughs> It's I'll a dangerous work. thing. It's a dangerous it's very thing. Dangerous. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> you all right? You all right, Oral? I didn't. I didn't look like much fun, mate. I won't go in there for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Give it ten. You, give it. You ten. sort of. Yeah. You literally, as you, all you saw is you put your face through the metal, and then it was like bright white light in there, and just because literally as you went in, you took that damage and got blown back you would have been atomized if you'd gone any further in yeah i would have um <laughs> uh, all right um, whatever it is too dangerous i wouldn't even open the hatch yeah i think we should steer clear of it yeah personally just don't walk, um, away. Just just walk, walk away. away just walk away just walk away just walk away yeah Your losses walk away that's why that's why i never ended up in gamblers and ominous no take my losses <laughs> walk away okay okay the three of you take your leave of that mysterious the cylinder. smell of slightly singed yeah. hair and flesh. It's like, ah, okay. Uh, yes, you take your leave from the cylinder. As you head, you're quite close to that, the, the, the closest tower now, and you hear, there's obviously the thing has heard your screams and your yelp as you sort of got blown backwards. Yeah. Um, and you feel like you're getting pursued. So as a group, you sort of, without talking about it, you all speed up a little bit. You do that sort of run walk as if you're getting, trying to get a train. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you get to the base of the tower. This, as I say, is one of the few buildings that actually has more than like a roof to it. So climbing up's no problem. Um, it's mostly in quite good condition. The stairwells are all, sort of the stairs are all in, in good nick. So you can make your way up, no problem. Does it matter which tower we go up? Or do yeah, we go up one go up? Do we split up and go one up, up each? I, I would say let's not split up. Okay. Yeah, my, well, I'm, my, I'm my, my, your side oral at this my, minute. Yeah, I, I kind of need you. <laughs> My knees aren't working. <laughs> That's what I so, you know, if, if Ridge and his aunt wanted to go up the other tower, I wouldn't object. No, no but I would feel bad. <laughs> okay. I would feel quite bad, too, if something happened to the two of you. <laughs> I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the end of this, Ree's the one that's going to survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you pull yourselves up, you quickly turn and look, and sort of pacing through the streets is a... About four meet a long lizard that seems big red thing that's sort of prowling and roaring. Uh, jutted into its head is actually quite large shard of black material, but it doesn't seem affected by it. But it is, um, it's moving and sort of sniffing. You realize it's blind and it's just sort of hunting. But with you now above the streets in the tower, you feel quite safe from this thing. 
Yes. No, I, I was going to ask, does it look like the, you know, you, you flavorly said some lizards were outside of the city before that didn't come in. Mm-hmm. Does it look like one of those lizards, but no, ginormous? This, no, okay. Is it complete? No, this is much more a, a predator lizard as opposed to just a, 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 a flavor lizard. And the, uh, the, the black thing in its head. Yeah. Can I have a roll to have a look little at that? Perception, little perception check, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you use your um, uh, thing you were established worth. Um, okay, power yeah. on it. I'll assessing, let you use that. Uh, assessing, assessing function and power. Yeah. How, 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 how much is this lizard worth? How many shins? Let's find out. Four. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to re-roll? Yes, I yes. do want to be wrong. Yes, it's I'm important. Using a, I'm using an XP. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, come on, come on. Come to daddy. <laughs> Can I stick with my four? Or do I have to tell you why I just got? Yeah, what? I've got a one. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, I've got a good intrusion for that. Do you want to re-roll that? Or... No, I don't. I don't okay. want to save my XP so... for something else. You're sort of, you're, you look at it and you are trying to assess it. I'm actually going to say you do. You realise that that thing in it is part of the pyramid. That's a shard of the same material as the pyramid. But as you're looking, you're looking, you're looking. And then when you realise that, you sort of go, that's a bit of the pyramid, out loud. And the creature turns its head, like it snaps its head towards you and then bounds to the bottom of the tower and starts sort of pulling itself up towards you so it's now a bit of a race against time go 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 <laughs> sorry guys good 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 yes you have arrows i have arrows yeah i do have arrows tie the hat to an arrow and fire it close to it the the bird noises will distract him we can run i will gladly fire that i, I, I support on one this. of my arrows <laughs> That is excellent. But uh, have another XP yeah. uh, for that. That's great. Uh, Red, make the shot. It's a very easy shot. So I don't, I'm going to make you roll it just in case you roll the one again. And shoot. Okay, I'm going to. You shoot the hat before Ridge takes it off or something. Yeah, yeah, like you just like. <laughs> I got a 12. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you, you fix the uh, bird hat, fire it off, and that is exactly what happens. The, the squawking distracts this beast. It drops back down and goes pacing after that. Nicely, that was nice. very good. Well done. Thank you. Why you're the leader? Thanks, Ridge. I, I, I'm sorry about. I'm sorry. I do feel bad about your hat now that you've saved her life. I'm glad we didn't go into separate towers. Okay, so you shuffle your way up. Eventually, you get to the very top of the tower, and now you are. You're only probably about ten foot below the pyramid. It is overawing. Overawing. It's impressive. It's it does almost like it's almost like it is generating a noise, but the noise is silence. There's almost like a, a thrum of silence from this thing. It's too big. It shouldn't be there. How it's hovering, you've no idea. There's no downward force. There's no feeling of almost like repulsor technology. It's just there. It is hovering. There's almost a religious feel to this thing just there above you. And your reverie is only broken by a bump into the ankle of Oral, I'm going to say. And looking down, there is a small, about 10-inch across metal sphere. It's made of the same metal that the cylinder was, with a lot more little holes in it. 
and this thing bumps into your foot like a hamster wheel kind of thing and then rolls around the tower a little bit and it's just sort of rolling between the three of you. Going, what do the three of you want to do? Pick it up. Cool. You pick it up. Um, do you want to put your fingers into any of the uh, holes? Um, I will eventually, <laughs> to be exact, I will pick Yoda, it up. grow up. I can have a look at it for, if you want, uh, Ridge. I'll assess it for, for function and power. First, you think that you get this sheet of glass, and now you get this? <laughs> I'm not trying to get it off you. I'm just trying to help you out before you, you lose a finger. Well, give me the sheet of glass. I mean, I'm going to yeet it across the tower. <laughs> You can touch the glass, all right? <laughs> fine, but I want this back. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking it off you, I promise, mate. For your own good. Roll that for me, please. So you're automatically down one level because of um, your skill. skill. Oh, no. No, come on. <laughs> I've caught, I've, I seem to have caught Riggs' really, really <laughs> bad luck streak. That's another one. Re-roll it. <laughs> You've got XP, have you not? Yeah. I've got one XP. Look, I'm going to re-roll it. Oh, I need to re-roll it. But I had a really good, I had a really no. good intrusion for that. No. <laughs> if this is another one, I can't roll three ones in a row. Surely not. 19. No, no, no. Perfect. You have actually um, sort of encountered something like this before. It is a device. It's very safe. It's absolutely fine. You can activate it and it will basically create almost a ladder up. You'll, it'll, you'll, you'll press it in. It'll, it's almost like a big spider thing that creates a ladder up to where you want to go. So, yeah, you've seen these before. You've encountered one of these. Rich, you do the honours, mate. You do what honours? Get, get your fingers in the owls. Oh, what is yeah. that going to do? I wonder. <laughs> and I'll put my fingers in. <laughs> you do that. You put them in. It's almost like a bowling ball. And as you do it, then your fingers are pushed out as little like spider limbs come out of this thing. It goes to the floor. So imagine like a ball with spider legs and it starts weaving and going up, like creating a almost like a lattice for you to climb. And it goes and gets to the very bottom of the pyramid where it then sort of breaks itself into a few pieces and flattens out to anchor itself against the surface of the pyramid. So there's now like a lattice ladder almost up to the base of the pyramid. Just break my ball. <laughs> I think you found the way up, right? Yeah, Rich. This is this is. You. No, 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 no! Don't take... Did you just break my ball? <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing it all day, mate. So you know, it seems only only act that we actually do it. I wouldn't say break. We've made we made your ball. Yeah. Well, if you want, we'll get you a new one when we get back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It's not like this has been said before. Oh, we'll get your money. That was pickpocketed. Oh, let's shoot your hat away. Oh, your ball is broken. Let's just go. Yeah, I want to I wanna know the ladder. So the ladder is going up to the pyramid, but is this pyramid, are there any openings in it, or is it just one smooth? You'd have to get closer. You cannot tell from here. Okay. Sh shall I go first to check if there's any, uh, any issues? No. No, if that's I, right you, I mean, Oral, you've already taken one hit for the team, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to roll for it. I'm so glad you said that. I, I'm happy to take it. From... I'll go so, behind. You know, yeah. I'm happy for Ridge to go first. Yeah, it's yeah. my ball. I'll go first. Of course. Ridge, you're going first, yes. you say? Yes, I am. Cool. You make your way up. 
it's nice and simple. This is this is it's been created in a way that yes, this is a perfect like handholds in every uh, location, and eventually you find yourself at the very very base of the pyramid. What do you do? There's like no vis. Can I do like a perception check to see if there's any difference anywhere else? Yep, yeah, and I'll, I'll say you pass it automatically. No, it is a solid. Seems to be smooth material. Right, are we directly underneath it? Or are we at an edge? Can we climb? We can you are climb directly up? under it. The, the pyramid is over the city. So yeah, you're dead center, basically. Smooth, isn't it? It is smooth. You're putting your hands on it. I want to put my hands on it. One hand still holding on, one hand yeah. on it. And I want to look down through what's directly under it. and cover oh, it. <laughs> As you put your hand on it, literally as you touch, it starts like oil sort of coming around your hands and then down your arm and pulling you, and even holding onto the ladder, you're just sucked up into the pyramid. I grab I grab his foot. I, I grab Red's foot. <laughs> okay, Red, make a strength check, please. Okay. Oral, make a strength check, okay. please. Okay. If you want to put any effort in, it comes from your might pool. If you've got any skills that you think are relevant, use them now or forever hold your peace. Yeah. I was going to say, is this technically a physical performing act? <laughs> Do you know what? Because you haven't got to use it. Yes. Yes. I'm like, uh, okay. So I've put an effort in, and I've rolled a twenty. Uh, nice. Okay, but are you still rolling to yeah, go? I'm not putting an effort in because I'm very low on might. Right. And that is uh, that's only an eleven for me. Okay, fine. Between you, yeah, you are able to 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 pull, and about the twenty you are able to pull him straight out of the pyramid. You, you you get him right down. It causes the three of you to all fall back off the ladder onto the roof, though. So you each take D3 might damage, please. I was going to say, can I use a player intrusion to feel if there was anything inside of it that I grab and comes with me as I fall? Yeah, that's good. I like that. I'm going to give you a reward for that. In fact... I'm going to give you a really good reward, which is an artifact. These are ciphers that you can use repeatedly. And is it, isn't that a good bit of treasure? Because that is actually a good thing to recover without, uh, without danger. So let me just go for a big book. Uh, you do that. Uh, as we all learn, because I'm at the bottom, I like the idea that red and re land on me, hence why yes. I'm at one might. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take 10 minutes. <laughs> Ridge, roll me a d100, please. So two d10s, please. Two and ten. 21, right. Okay, you come out. Could you roll me a d6 as well, please? Uh, two. As you're coming out, you have your hands around effectively what looks like the hilt of a sword. Incredibly well-crafted, incredibly uh, detailed of a material that you can't, can't quite quantify. Um, and in sort of you sort of play around with it a little bit and you realize there's a activation nub and almost not like a lightsaber, but more like a, like a, a blade comes out, only yay big, so about a foot long, but it's like a short sword with a like it's got a sword, almost like reminds you of when oral um, phases. It's almost like a phase weapon that you'd be able to use to sort of bypass armor or maybe stab through walls or something like that. But mm. um, that is what you come out with. Not only that, when you were in there for a moment, it was like for a few seconds, you were in tar. Then you broke through the surface 
And the things that were in that room, like that was the first thing you could grab. There were artifacts in there that you couldn't even understand. There was technology that looked like it was just billions of years ahead. You saw a device, a, a plain sort of like a, almost like a, the sheet of glass that Red Yarrow got, where you could see the stars from inside the pyramid. You could see a translocator device. There was an image of Earth or well, the planet that you live on, which must have been billions of years before. But not only was there all these artifacts, there was a voice. And that voice was omnipresent. As you, as you came into that chamber before you were pulled back, and it was a voice that just said, help me, free me. And that is a story for another time. No! No! How could you? How could you? Oh, very that nice. is what's in the pyramid. Very cool. Very cool, Rob. I love it. Oh, thank you so much, Rob. That's awesome. No problem. I hope you all enjoyed that. Your first um, adventure into Numenera. The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were Tristan, Noel, and Fiona. This episode's special guest GM was Rob, the Realm of Fire podcast. Listen to the Realm of Fire podcast wherever you find podcasts. This episode's RPG was Numenera, a science fantasy tabletop role-playing game set in the far distant future. Written by Monty Cook and published by Monty Cook Games. You can find out more about Numenera and buy your own copy on the Monty Cook Games website. That's montycookgames.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at wair underscore podcast for the latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember... Adventurers need not apply. <laughs>